This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. Hmm, no. You know, we really lost a stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Hello, hello everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to Friday Night Live of That Mill Podcast. Hope everyone's doing well today. Joining me as always, my two regular co-hosts. First to come in is Mickey. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, fella. Not too bad at all. And obviously, last but not by no means least, Neil Fizzler. How you doing, Neil? You all right, pal? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Good evening, everyone. Evening, everyone. Shout out to David Taylor. How you doing? Kevin Porter. Nice to see you all. Hope you're all doing good. Shout Adam Scanlan for his IT issue. I, I did acknowledge it, mate. Thanks for that. And I'm glad you fixed it on your own. Uh, shout out Barry. How you doing, mate? Good evening. And also John. So, yeah, if you're in the chat, be sure to comment and say hello. Obviously, today we're going to be previewing tomorrow's game at home to Sheffield Wednesday. A tough six-pointer, it feels like, early doors. But I think nonetheless, it's going to be a good occasion. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, 
continue our good form recently and hopefully carry on. We will be discussing, obviously, what Sheffield Wednesday are like, what sort of team we want to see, obviously how they're doing under their caretaker manager, Neil Thompson, at the moment. And if you stick around to the last 20 minutes or so, we'll be joined by Charlie Hillaby, who will be talking about his various fundraising challenges he's doing for Click Sergeant, and he'll be joining us about 20 to 9. So, yeah, how are we doing, lads? You all good? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Not bad at all. Just, just, yeah, we're just happy that we've got through another week and that we've got a game tomorrow. One yeah. to look forward to. 100%, I have to agree with you, mate. I mean, it's going to be an interesting affair. I think, you know, what are you expecting from the game, Mickey? It's going to be a, a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough one. I've got I've got this all coming back on the lag through my earphones. I bet um, you've got the YouTube video open. That's probably what it is. <laughs> as professional yeah, as ever. Our first couple of minutes hour, but I do apologize. Good. I didn't even know I had it open, but yet no, that's why I'm thinking, what's going on here? We've got a delay. I'm hearing everything back five seconds in a, in a, in my ears. I'm thinking, well, <laughs> Christ, we're coming across like another another YouTube channel. Then I do apologize. Um, yeah, no, excited for Saturday's game. I think it's going to be um, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be very interesting. A couple of new signings. Hearing today from someone who was at the training ground that um, George Evans can uh, uh, can stick a ball in, he, he he can he can put a pass on a dime. So uh, I think that's going to be good. Being told that in training today they looked absolutely tight as fuck. So if they play like that tomorrow, then um, yeah, we should be in for a good game. Yeah, I mean that's the interesting part, isn't it? It'll be what sort of team he'll be putting out tonight. I mean tomorrow. Sorry, I think you know. If George Evans is involved in training, all the hype around him on Twitter is to believe, then um, it could be a case, you know, I reckon he might be thrown straight into the deep end, Neil. I don't know what you think. Uh, well, we were discussing this the other day on the podcast, weren't we? And I think we were split. I personally wouldn't put him in. I think this team's done okay in the last few games, so deserves a bit of a chance to, you know, to carry on where it's left off. And we were good on... We were okay, I suppose, on a Tuesday night, wasn't it, against Norwich? They weren't anything... Should have won, mate. Won. Yep. Yep, exactly. We should have won. We threw away two points last week against Cardiff by not being attacking enough and not making the right substitutions at the right time. And we should have beaten Watford, what, 10 days ago now? So we're on a bit of a roll. We just need to win again. We just really need to pick up a win. And then we're not looking over our shoulders quite as much as we will be if we lose tomorrow. I have to agree, mate. It'd be a, it'd be an interesting one. I think this is the real kind of clangor for me. And I noticed it the other night whilst they were, um, you know, obviously I think they were beating Bournemouth 2-1 at the time when she was calling our last show. They're seven points behind. It's a real kind of squeaky bum time moment for us. So what do you reckon, Mickey? You know, if, if they win tomorrow, they've got a game in hand on us and they kind of claw us back into the relegation fight. I think tomorrow in itself is big game about even kind of you know being discussed in that way I feel like I think yeah the next two games are are very important tomorrow is uh is gonna make or break make or break our season to a degree you know um we need to get three points none of this fuck asking about no more the boys need to go out do a job there's no excuses now we've got a you know we've got that new Dutch general in the uh in the middle of the park what holds no prisoners and takes people out fucking heavily um, and with other players, with with Evans and and the rest of the team playing the way they are, I think realistically, if we don't get three points, then um, 
something's not right there completely. Do you know what I mean? But they should be able to go out and steam them and get three points. I mean, fuck me, start the season, they were on negative numbers and now, you know, a bit of luck, they're on positive and, and potentially they could catch us up as well. So whilst you uh, mention uh, the, the fact that obviously they're 23rd place, six, seven points behind us, if they had their six points extra, they'd only be one point behind us. So what would be the interesting part to that is, is that, you know, in their last eight games, they've only lost once in the league. So I agree with you. I feel like when I first look at it, the face of it, they're 23rd place, they're languishing down the bottom. They've had the points penalty. You know, they've changed manager. They're in charge of a caretaker manager at the moment, Neil Thompson. But they've only won, uh, they've only lost one of their last eight. They've won five of, of the last eight, beating the likes of Bournemouth the other night, Preston, Middlesbrough, Coventry. These are all teams we've struggled against, isn't it, Neil? You know, so like, I mean, I don't know what people in the comments are thinking, but it's not going to be, it's going to be a real banana skin tomorrow, I feel like. I think it is. They've really picked up since they sacked Pulis after his disastrous 10 games in charge. Let's not forget, they got rid of Gary Monk before that. Mm -hmm. So this is a team who, on the face of it, they're showing promotion form. I know, yeah, well, I know you like the form table. I bet you they're not far off being top of it over the last eight to ten games. And it is a really, really difficult game. And interestingly, I think three of our last four games against them have finished nil-nil, which uh, that nil-nil, I think, was it in February we played there and it was absolutely dire. And then mm -hmm. that was the one where I think, Bavardson missed the easy chance, wasn't it, towards the end, unless I'm totally forgetting and getting confused. And then we played them earlier on this season, and that wasn't much to write home about either. But but they're a team that they're on the improvement. Um, well, you you had a good guest on um, today with Interlines Den that'll be coming out over the next couple of weeks. We won't reveal it all just yet. But I think, you know, he was part of the team, I remember 2005 era, where we had games against Sheffield Wednesday where decisions were going against us to contentious goal that was disallowed. We was all celebrating in the far corner. They got the other end of the score. I think Sheffield Wednesday have always been that sort of team. I remember a few years ago where we played them and we had Bywater in goal and it kicked off in the far corner by the big screen. It was a full-on fistfight at the time. I, you know, so I think Sheffield Wednesday are always that team that have got the extra bite to us. We'll go to the chat anyway. Um, evening to Dave. How you doing? Thanks for comment if you're in the chat be sure to comment we get a few flooding in so i appreciate that as always uh james chivers we're still only 10 points off six fixtures in february could do us a real favor if we get that first win more will follow i think that's it you know the run of fixtures we've got you know it's starting to you know these are the games we won in october you know the likes of wickham we're playing soon you know the likes of reading is gonna be a tough tie but you know wickham birmingham luton barnsley they're games that you know you'd hopefully favor us Preston at home's gonna be a toughie but you know, if we can get some momentum going, it's a good time for us, I feel like. I don't know what you think about that, Mickey. You know, if we can get some momentum going, mate, you know, it could potentially be a season that we could kick on with. I know you're obviously mentioned our midfield being quite impressive, you know, and obviously Kefton Bell impressing you, but we could kick on and hopefully make something of it. I think now's the time to do it. We've had these games before. There are no real challenges. We, we, we were OK over them last time. Um, and I think now's the time to start making a kick on, like we did last season, where this sort of time where we started making a run for it. And I think that's what we've got to do now. We've got to get our heads together and actually go out and start winning rather than dropping two points and walking away with a draw. Um, I think going this part of the season now forward, draws aren't good enough for us. No, agreed. I mean, we've actually got, I think, 14 draws, I think, this season so far out of 27 games. So if you want to have a little tip to bet on us, I suppose, um, a draw probably tomorrow is probably a likely outcome. I think everyone's aware of that by now. Mikkelm here, Wednesday on a good run of form. It won't be easy tomorrow. Adam saying nil on nil nil. Hopefully, therefore, it's a 4-4 game instead, which I'd rather take. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Mark McCallum saying we'll have to start tomorrow. This is obviously what we mentioned earlier on. 
I've got a sneaky feeling he will. I can just see, you know, a potential where we could have Evans in the back three. I could see Leno coming into the midfield, maybe at the expense of Woods. I think the likelihood it'll be at the expense of Thompson. I mean, I don't know what you feel about that, Neil. I mean, we obviously mentioned that, and I know we spoke about it the other night, but I really like the idea of Leno returning to the middle and just kind of having more of an effect on the game. Yeah, well, you actually fancy a 4-4, which happened in 1991, yelling <laughs> the FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that would be something, wouldn't it? Christ almighty, I can't see us scoring four goals in the next five games, let alone in one. Uh, yeah, we spoke about it on the pod, didn't we? Potentially, potentially, there's a little bit more space in midfield on Tuesday night, which we both agreed Leonard could have exploited. Mm-hmm. It'd be harsh. It, I honestly think it would be harsh to drop Thompson because he's played pretty well recently. I think if you want to get me and Mickey going on one and a certain ex-player who no doubt fung me at some point, uh, it will be Mr Woods to go out. But mm-hmm. I think he's almost untouchable. I think Sheffield Wednesday, at least in recent weeks. I mean, so obviously Anders here is commenting saying Watford, Bournemouth, Norwich have all failed to beat us. Our problems are not scoring goals. Are not scoring goals. I don't think we're a million miles away from being a solid championship. So I have three points tomorrow. Fingers crossed. I think Sheffield I Wednesday is a sort of... Sheffield Wednesday is the sort of team that are like us in a sense. They don't like a lot of possession. In the games that they've done recently, you know, they've um, been kind of similar to us, really. They have 30, 40% possession against Bournemouth, they did. But they just seem to be going forward, scoring goals. And I think for us, we're not far away from clicking. I really think that. And I said on Wednesday, I was glass, uh, or Tuesday, I was three, glass three quarters full. And I really do think that. I think, you know, a lot of people agree with us in the comments, I feel like. Uh, Barry here, this will not be easy, but we have to win. I agree with Mickey. The, t- the talking's done. Let's get this, this the job done. Uh, let's start to get the job done. Huge month for us, looking at the fixtures coming up. Hector here. Um, maybe we'll skip past that comment. I mean, Mickey, oh, if you want to write a reply. Excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. You yeah. won't highlight it on the screen, but yeah. Um, no, no, Darren Swan with the evening. Yeah, you can highlight it if you want. The, um, evening to you too, Darren. It shows you we're paying attention to him. He's a good <laughs> friend. Taylor. He's a good friend of mine, anyway. So yeah, don't worry. Okay, as long as it's meant in a good way. So I know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we always struggle against the good kind of games. Uh, we always struggle in these kind of games. Still can't see the where the goals are coming to come from. Honestly, miss some great chances against Norwich and others. I think the only confidence I take from that is, you know, Neil. I think it's a kind of a football cliche thing with strikers. You know, at least they're in these positions, taking these chances coming to them. I mean, they're not maybe converting them the way they should be. But, you know, they're in the moments where they're trying to, you know, they're in there, they're creating the chances, they're trying to get on the end of them. It's maybe a time you're just going to click shortly. You never know. I think he, I think Zorho in particular just needs one to go in off his bollocks or something, really, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He did everything but score the other night. But then again, against Cardiff, I thought, I thought he was a waste of time. Yeah, but I think he was absolutely not- awful. I think his confidence is coming. He, he's Each game he's getting better. He can hold the ball. He can chest it. I mean, I think our guest later has got a, a big view on um, on Sahor. But I think I think, I think think he'll end up, you watch, he'll end up coming on form and he'll score two or three. He'll get a trick on a game just to, he just go on fire. Because I think he's at, I, I think he's going to be handful. When he starts turning on, I think he'll be handful. So, um, he's yeah. never really been prolific in his career. He's more of a... He is a target man by nature. I think the best season he had was with Cardiff in the 2016-17 season, where he um he got 12 and 29 starts, I think, for them. Or 29 appearances anyway, on, according to Wikipedia. So if there's any Cardiff fans, <laughs> feel free to correct me. So um, Wikipedia, <laughs> you know. 
that's a fountain of, yeah. you know, uh, of knowledge. But, like, you know, he's not been a prolific goal scorer. I think the year they went up, he was more kind of involved in the games. He got nine goals, but in less games. So, like, you know, I think the key is if he's if he's chipping in with 10, 15 goals, a bit like the Matt Smith role in a sense, you need other players around him to be buzzing around. Jed Wallace comes to mind, you know, if he's got 10 goals as well. You know, th- there is goals in the team, I feel like. And I do think Sahur will come good. You know, we'll have to wait and see. Mickey's disappeared with a black screen effort here, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But um, oh, we'll God. continue. We'll, we'll soldier on, uh, Neil. But, you know, more comments here uh, from Zampa. I think that's probably Zampa Joe. Masusiv, I think. I'm, I'm sure he means Mahusiv game tomorrow. We really need to win this one. We need to take our chances when they come. Um, Hector's having some that's laughing funny. replies to Mickey's... Uh, to these comments regarding Mickey. Adam Scanlan with a 4-4 shout, saying it's 500-1 on Bet365. I mean... It's probably, I think, bigger odds if I was to be a bookie myself, to be honest. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Mark McCallum with a comment about Scalak, which we do actually have in a banner. But, yeah, I mean, it looks like, Neil, that Yuri Scalak is leaving the club. Thoughts on that? Thank God for that. Not a moment too soon, yeah? Uh, earning whatever he's earning, reports of 15, 18 grand a week has really been a waste of time, effort and money for this club. Cost us three quarters of a million quid or whatever he cost us. And it just hasn't happened for him, has it? Wrong wrong, wrong type of player, I think, for us. And uh, hopefully we haven't paid him off. Hopefully we've just given him a free and we've allowed him to go home early. In I fact, imagine he's... Anybody... In fact, if he wants anybody to drive him, Mickey's free. I think, you know, Don't a couple of comments. He's done fucking walk. He's done think, fucking exercise all season so he can walk the gun. I am disappointed <laughs> this not worked out because uh, I used to work with a Brighton fan and he was telling me how, you know, they love Jerry Scalap there. They wouldn't say he's a well-beater, but what he gave was 100% effort and also good delivery of the ball. We've seen neither of that, to be honest with you. I'm not going to doubt that, you know, he's... You know, he's obviously been, you know, in and around, you know, an experienced championship team, got promoted, he's got good credentials. I think, but what Harris promised us when he signed, you know, a player that, you know, has got a winning mentality at the time. I read somewhere earlier today, someone was digging up from the grapevines. You know, I think what we've seen from Scalak is complete opposite. And I don't know if his off the field issues affecting him. You never know sometimes with these footballers. But, you know, I think considering he's come from Brighton and rumoured to be on a supposedly big wage at Millwall, it's just never worked out. I mean, I don't know what people think in the comments below, but, you know, I think it's just it's been an unfortunate one, but he just I don't think it ever ticked a uh, click for him here at Mill, did it, uh, Mickey? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think. What, whether that be he was sold against his will as such, he didn't really want to leave. Um, homesick, um, you know, plenty of those. I don't know what it was. I mean, I don't think he was on the money, which you know, rumoured to be on. I think he was probably on eight grand plus some add-ons and whatnot. It's still a lot of money considering we weren't playing, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what went wrong there. Um, but he, he, he's not been great for us. A Czech Republic international as well, Neil. So let's have it right. He's, you know, he's, he must have had a decent career to the point where he signed for us. I think we're rumoured to have paid seven, eight hundred thousand pounds for him. So you know, I, it came with a lot of promise, didn't it? Yeah, I think I think Harris had been after him for some time. Uh, eventually, got his man, and it's a shame. It's a shame that. It hasn't worked out for him because you want every player at Millwall to be successful, don't you? You don't want anyone to fail because it's our club. And at the end of the day, it's our money that's paying their wages. But sometimes it just doesn't work out for, for whatever reason. 
I'd quite like us to have taken him on loan before we bought him. And then we could have sent him back after a month, couldn't we? <laughs> exactly. But he could, he could have come on, you know, he could have come on fire. I agree with what Hector said there, though, about Jeb, by the way. Um, was I was it? going to come back up to it in a moment. But, yeah, there was a couple of comments on here about um, Jed Wallace. I think Jed as a 10 would do very well the way Sahorli holds the, back, the, ball back, the ball back to goal. I think Jed's the most, I think, re- in recent, I think this season, since moving to up front, and I've been saying this, bang on about it for the last few episodes that we've done, I think he's been most effective. I think... He's not short of a couple of goals as well. And I think he will get in a position where he will score some goals. The question is, is like, you know, we played against these bigger sides. We've played 5-3-2. You know, we're sitting behind the ball. Sheffield Wednesday will want to do the same thing against us Saturday. Are we going to play the same formation? And if so, you know, are the likes of Ryan Woods going to step up to the plate and get on the ball, dictate play, and hopefully try to have more of an effect on the game? Because he's been missing in the last few games for me. But, you know, despite what these other two people that join me on the show say about Brian Woods, I think, you know, there is obviously a decent player in there. It's just we've kind of missed him out the way we've been playing recently. So, you know, Mick came talking about Sahor here. Apparently, for goal scorer gets us five goals a season. gets five a season. That's true. Even if we had five goals from, I don't know, Jake Cooper got six or seven one season, didn't he, Neil? So, you know, it's just goals have just come at a premium this year, haven't they? Yeah, it, it... I think I've been banging on about it for weeks. You're not going to score goals if you're not creating chances. And we haven't been creating enough chances for them to put away, have we? Ironically, the other night, we created a lot more than we've created in a long time and still couldn't put one away. But it just showed that is a promising sign that we are starting to create a fair few chances. And I think eventually somebody will get a spanking. Mm-hmm. Interesting comment here from Barry in regards to obviously the opposition that we're coming against tomorrow. Uh, Barry Bannon being mentioned here, and obviously a player that a rumor came out about him started January from a few people. I don't know if it was just hearsay from fans, but you know it's just it's an interesting one. I think you know that obviously people are comparing Bannon and Woods, and they are similar roles to both teams. So I think Bannon's obviously had that Premier League pedigree come down the league, so to speak, and he's kind of found a home at Sheffield Wednesday. I mean. I think I've done a little uh, few questions for a Sheffield Wednesday blog throughout the week and I said the one player I'd take from their side is Barry Bannon, but that's purely because I don't really know much about them. But I think he is a player that likes to get on the ball, left-footed, and likes to kind of dictate play a bit, doesn't he, uh, Neil? Yeah, definitely. He's a yeah, he's a class player, Scottish international as well, isn't he? I think played in the Premier League, has got a wealth of experience. I don't mean um, a lot, though. What Scottish international? <laughs> yeah, I mean fucking Troy Parrott's a fucking Irish international. Jordan Archer is a Scottish international as well. Yeah. If you take that in some context. Yeah, well, let's not. Yeah, let's not start having a go at Parrot because we didn't create any chances for the Paul Cunt, and he's 17, 18. I don't yeah. think he should have come to a championship club. He should have done same as what Kane did. You know, gone gone to another league first, got his roots, and then come to us. Then he would have probably been a great player. He, he could be a great player come you know next season or whatever to us, but. Right now, he's. I, I just don't think he's bedded right. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, with Parrot, I mean, I'm intrigued to see how he does at Ipswich. I think personally, he will score goals for a team that's more attacking. Maybe in these next few games, ironically, it might have been a chance for him to impress for us. But I think obviously, with the tough games we've had, you know, and with you know Rarick going for Wallace and Sahor up front, it's quite clear he just wants experienced heads in the team. You know, you look at that midfield as well, championship experience or Mill kind of style players. 
we won't talk about a middle type player today, but you know, Ben Thompson being in there, Danny McNamara, you know, it's it's kind of gone a different kind of way whilst we've been struggling recently. And he's been saying a lot of his interviews, you know, we've gone back to a kind of mill spirit, he's been saying, which is almost in the same way, the same thing, you know, what we're saying obviously on here. So maybe he listens to what we're saying, Neil. You never know. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about Barry Bannon. I really hope that Keith Field Marshal Keith cleans him out inside the first five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and lets him know that he's there, as they say, uh, because that guy is as hard as nails and is key to us. No, I mean, that's it. And I think I'm, I'm intrigued to how we do tomorrow. I think the thing is with Chef Wednesday, you look through their team and there's, I think it is, but only Barry Bannon that kind of sticks out to me. So... Hopefully that can work for us. Dominic Iolfa is a centre-half that seems to be quite agile and obviously quite good at this level. So we'll have to wait and see. But the rest of their players, I mean, not too many stick out in the memory, to be honest with you. And obviously they're sort of team that don't score many goals. I mean, you've got Patterson up front, who's a bit of a brute. And then the same goes for, you know, Sam Hutchinson, the centre-half and stuff like that. I think, you know, they're, they're, kind of, they're similar sort of squad to us in a weird way. So maybe we might equal each other out and draw again. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, go on, Neil. Yeah, they've got Jordan Rhodes, I think, didn't he? Score the he winner scored the other, the other night. night. I think he came off the bench, yeah, he scored the other night. So He's a kind of player that is capable of getting on a run of form, isn't he, and scoring goals. I don't think he's premiership quality or Premier League quality, but he's definitely OK in the championship. Yeah, no, with Darren. I love, so awesome. I love this prediction. I love this. I love this prediction. I can see And then David Taylor's quick in there with, we're going to score two goals. I mean... Okay, when was the last time we scored two goals in a game? Preston, just, maybe? <laughs> just ask, ask David, who's going to score the two goals? Uh, Bristol City was the last time we won 2 0. And before that, obviously, we beat Preston 2 0. So, yeah, 2 0 could be our, our scoreline. You never know. But it's just when you look through our form, it is so depressing to see. Like, I'm looking at it on Flash Score, right? I'll see if we'll get an image and put it up it onto the banners in a moment. But it's just depressing to see how many draws we've had. It's like, it's encouraging to see the losses. You're not too disheartened by that. But then when you see the amount of draws, like, and to think like the year we're having, COVID year, we're not able to go to the games and you're just, you're witnessing all this. It's so depressing, isn't it, Ricky? Just seeing the amount of draws we've had. Yeah. Um, are, are they, draw? Are they you know, are they good draws or are they just dismal losses? That, you know, really, did we, you, I mean, Norwich, we should have won. Hands down, we should, we should have won that. We were, we were giving it, our best, we should have absolutely won that. But, you know, if it weren't for the fact that we were getting draws this season, we'd probably be a lot lower down the league and possibly in the relegation zone now if we'd have, if we'd have got um, losses. But, yeah, we've got the most draws in the league, haven't we? Yeah, 14 draws. Look, It doesn't make pretty reading, does it, Neil? Look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, we've probably got the most draws in the entire country. Uh, yeah, well, I just had a quick look now. The only time we've scored three times are against dog shit teams like Crawley and Cheltenham in the Cups. Mm-hmm. And it's it's absolutely woeful. It's depressing. Look at that. Nil. One. Mm-hmm. Nil. Nil. And like you, yeah. you have these, like you know, like you get used to these. When you when you go to the games, like the only thing I hold on to a lot when we go to the games is, you know, you get to go out, you have an away day, you have a home game, you go to the pub with your mates afterwards, you, sh- you, ch- you chat shit afterwards. But you know, like this is it. Like even Dave here, we haven't won on a Saturday since October. Like fuck me, that's like considering the amount of games we've had. I know not all of them are full on Saturdays, but it, it is appalling. Like and we're coming back to what Darren said in here. I think he mentioned. He sees Sahor and Hutch to score in our 2-0 win tomorrow. 
What's the odds on Sahor first goal scorer and 2 0 Millwall? Let's uh, let someone find that out if we can. But um, I'll go now have a look for that. <laughs> I think we should try and get a little charity bet going weekly. I think you know Neil done one last week. Maybe Mickey maybe, could do one this week. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Char- Charlie's on later. Maybe we will put a charity bet on for his charity. Yeah, maybe we could do that. I mean, go further back up the comments. I mean, Zampa saying Bannon always seems to play well against us too. He's just a nice player, I think. He, a bit of a pretty footballer, you could say. You know, just gets on the ball, passes it about. I don't know if he really affects the game in the same way I, I think of him, but maybe that's just my opinion. Same comment from Zampa here. Hopefully, right, we'll stick with Ben Thompson and obviously keep playing. So on that, should we talk about what our teams might be for tomorrow? If we have, a, I mean, what we think will be the starting eleven. I think Neil's checking the odds on two nil Millwall to score first goal scorer. But in the meantime, in the comments below, if everyone could just put in what you think the team will be tomorrow. I mean, I'm expecting a similar sort of team to Tuesday night. I don't expect to be too many changes. I'm going to go out on the limb and say mine. I think it'll be Bart in goal. I can see Evans coming into the back three in the middle because I think that's what Rowett's been saying when he first signed him. He could play in the middle. And I think this is going to be my gut. I think it's going to be Hutchinson right centre-half, Jake Cooper left centre-half, Matt Namara and Malone at the two wing-backs. I read about Wallace the other day, which we'll get onto in a minute. Murray Wallace still being in a boot. Uh, and then in the midfield, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Kefton Belt and Leonard. I'm going to go with Thompson. And then I'm going to go Sahor and Wallace. And I think the only change there was Wood stepping out the team. And that's my opinion, but I think you I'm mean, think you're probably gonna say Woods will be in the team regardless, Mickey. No, I think he, he can't be in the team. Now now with Evans and um and the other side we had, I think you have to bring Woods out of it just to be able to get that team playing well. Um I I, I I'm a strong advocate that the team plays better without Woods in the team. Mm-hmm. We proved that when we had a you know a couple of good games where we weren't in the team. The team just wins a lot, you know, plays a lot better when he ain't in the team. Keep him out um, and the players seem to have a lot more freedom. So, uh, so yeah. The most interesting thing, I mean, I know, Neil, you're checking the odds, but hopefully you're listening to me at the moment. But what Rowett said in his, uh, you know, post-signing interview for Evans on the club socials and the official website on the match, on the video afterwards, talking about it, he said, Evans is a player that likes to dictate play and get on the ball. And to me, that's the same role that Ryan Woods at least tries to play on our side. And to me, I don't think you want two players doing the same role. I don't know if people disagree in the comments below, but I kind of feel like Evans is going to be that player maybe deeper and then it allows the midfield to be a bit, bit more industrious. I don't know what you think about that, Neil. 15 to 1, apparently, uh, on, right. on the bet builder on 365. Nice. Uh, yeah, we don't want too many players the same. But I think I could just see, I think, I think Evans is the option instead of Woods. I don't know. I don't know what you think. Well... It depends on where he sees him. If he sees him as a central defender or if he sees him as a midfielder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's he bought him for? Is he gonna is he gonna play him in central defence and then put Ryan Leonard in midfield? Or is he gonna yeah. It, Woods for me would definitely be the person to come out of that. Definitely. Everyone seems side. hungry. Everything I've read and whatnot with Warens and the way that, you know, what you call it, fans are really gutted that he was going, that he just looks hungry. He just looks as if he could do a job and wants to prove something to himself. And at the moment with that team, we need someone who who wants that role, who wants to be able to say, come on, lads, here we go. Let's flick a ball up. Let's get in there and do it. And and I think he'll do it. I think it's keep Woods out, put him in. I mean, worst case scenario, just rest Woods. Woods has got to be fucking knackered. He's played every fucking game in he nearly, apart from <laughs> two or three. Um, you know, he's got to be knackered. So, yeah, keep him out, put Evans in, and then see where it goes. If it if it all goes tits up next Friday, you can all fucking take the piss. But I think keep Woods out, definitely. 
Would you make a list comment from Barry here and Mickey? We have drawn too many because we ain't there. Absolutely the facts. We need fans. Uh, we spoke about this a lot, but at this point, even I'm like, I'm a big believer in it. And if I guest on anyone's show, I will be the first to say it. But I feel like a bit of a broken record at this point. Surely now it, the onus is on the players now to kind of get past this burden. We all know it's there, but fuck me, it's been 11 months since we've been last allowed to see a full den. So, you know, we need to kind of get past that, I think, don't you think? Yeah, this will be the kind of game that you'd quite like to see. Sorry, I got it wrong. It was 25 to 1. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, this is the kind of game tomorrow. It is a big game. in the And the Den will be rocking tomorrow. It it would be. But but we've got to get over the fact that there's no one in there. Mm-hmm. I love the glass half full approach. I love the glass half full approach here from Zampo. And I, I am much the same as you, mate. Seven losses only. I mean, I've got the league table here, so just a bit of context. I think we're going to have to cover your comment away. But it doesn't make pretty reading when you see Sheffield Wednesday on 25 points down there. No one will play them tomorrow. The game, they've got a game in hand on us. And the same with Rotherham picking up wins. Like, if Sheffield Wednesday win tomorrow, suddenly, you know, we're four points clear of them with a game in hand. And they come up to Birmingham's level. And, you know, if Birmingham get a good result tomorrow, I'm not entirely sure who they're playing. But fuck me, it doesn't make pretty reading, does it, lads? It's a scary thought. And I, I am glass half full. The last four, half full, last four games have been superb. And I can see an improvement. And then again, like James said earlier in the chat, we're only 10 points behind uh, Bournemouth, who've obviously lost, lost the last four. But I've changed manager now. I don't know who they're going to get in next. I'm not really seeing anything from their side. But yeah, I mean, Mickey, that's a bit scary reading, isn't it, when you think of it in reality if we lose tomorrow? I don't want to think about it if we lose tomorrow. Um... I just, uh, in my head, they've got to go out and win, and that's it. I, I, I think we've got to not not think about negativity. Just go out there with a the positivity. We've got a couple of new signings. What, um, you know, our, our pal Keith seems a, a cracking player, a Millwall type player who, who you know don't hold back and has it out there. Uh, Evans, hearing from some people, um, a good friend of the show who. who knows him and knows the family from when he used to play with his own son years back and whatnot. Um, it, it's, I think Evans is going to be a good player for us. And if he's played right, um, and let's be honest, you know, Rats brought him here for a reason. Um, and it could be the fight, could be the point that Evans is hungry and Woods just isn't that hungry no more. Um, Cause they sound very similar. So, you know, I, I think, I think he can he can stick a ball in. He, he sounds good, and he can pull off some some nice shots well outside. You know what I mean? He he, he can seem to put a boot in. So um, fingers crossed. I, I I hope he does well for us, and we get that we get that win tomorrow. Whether or not it's one nil, whether or not it's three nil, as long as we get a win. Um, How about four nil? Calling to Keith Hersey here. Four nil, lads. Remember the score. He says, "Remember this text, fellas. Tomorrow night, four nil." Woo! Could be, mate. I mean, you know what? It would be nice, but we are. I mean, let's be honest. We are due a run, aren't we? We are due a. This is what Paul uh, said here. The comments before, like you know, he's saying some of the chances we're going to get someone spanking soon. You know, I I agree. Ten minutes ago, yeah. Yeah, well, we are not going to score four goals tomorrow. I'm sorry, Kate. What are you on, son? Come on, (laughs) you ain't going to get tested in work tomorrow morning. I hope, son. Same person's gone with his team news. A same side, but Evans in, Woods out. Evans in for Thompson is a shout from Darren Swan. Um, John London's commented individual comments on different people. Malone Wallace. I mean. Give us a team if you can. Uh, but David Taylor's Skybet 22 to 1. I think that's obviously the reply to you, Neil, about the bet. 
Uh, Joe Zampa's gone with the same team. I don't think Rat will change it much, but I agree that Leon needs to step back in midfield if everyone goes in the back. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you I'm can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. I think especially, I noticed it the other night, I don't know if it'll be the same case against Sheffield Wednesday, who won't keep the boards much as Norwich City. But like I said the other day, I just think there's a lot of space there to be had in the midfield that, you know, Lennon can put the ball up. And on the turn, we can counter on teams with him in there. So that's just an opinion of mine. I think Barry's gone with his team here. And I think, again, similar to what a lot of us have been saying, Bart, Danny McNamara, Evans, Hutch, Cooper, Malone, Keith Thompson, Leonard, midfield three, and obviously Jed and Ken Sahor up top. So interesting no one's putting Matt Smith in their teams, dare I even mention that. Is it because we just don't think he's going to play at all? Or I don't think he can start, can he? I don't think he's got the fitness, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, but why not just fucking start the geezer, running ragged till he can't run no more, and then he can fucking have a rest. But put the geezer on, he's so <coughs> hungry to prove a point. Do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah, keeps going. Yeah, but no, no, no. Everyone goes, oh, he's not Yeah, fit but we've got a lack of movement with him. Yeah, but it don't matter. He keeps going, oh, he's not fit enough. Not for... Just fucking camp in their box. Just keep fucking throwing them in. They're not one of them in. Or in knock it off from the outside. Just give him the chance. Just play him from the beginning until he can't run no more, till he's practically dead, and then we just fucking sub him off. But just give him that chance. I don't know why we're not fucking playing him. Good question. Yeah, well, shall we, yeah, well, shall we see what Dean, the funeral director, is doing tomorrow afternoon? Because <laughs> because if, because if Mickey has his way, yeah, but he's got some business at about up past three quarter to four, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I'm sure I don't want to talk about Dean Wilson Funeral Director. That's a, a name I've, yeah. I remember from the past. So I remember he used to be a sponsor around the stadium quite a lot. Um, a lot of people agree with us, obviously, with regards to the team. You know, Evans, Keith, and Leonard in midfield should be a good three, according to Zampa. Joe, I, I agree. Um, Rids is out at Love Child, David Tyler. I mean, Taylor, sorry. I think a lot of us agree. 4 3 3 from Zampa. That could be interesting if we went 4 3 3. I can't see it, but, you know, no. who am I to judge? I think Rowett's kind of gone with this back five, and I think he's going to stick with it, even against the likes of Sheffield Wednesday. So, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'd like to see 4 3 3, but I just can't see it. 4 0 is 40 to 1, David Taylor. <laughs> Get in there. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll figure something to maybe put a bet on. But, um, yeah, we've got a few others here. Um, Betty's fucked. So this is obviously a reply to you, Mickey, here about Matt Smith. He's fucked after 15 minutes. We don't know. We haven't played him fucking long enough. So, do you know what I mean? But what's his name? David David Taylor. Click down to David Taylor. Isn't that right? When he won Smith the top scorer last season? He was. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> so, you know, from... Top scorer one season to not fucking being able to score goals this season or not being able to get on the pitch. Something's not right. We need to just fucking play him. 
I've seen a lot of this banded about, and I don't know if uh, it could be true, but it's regards to if he starts another game, that's potentially, what that's what about, poten- it? potentially he could hit a clause. I, I don't know, personally. I can't imagine Smith on a big wave either. He's only played 20 games, I think, since. So uh, if you look on Millwall, go on Millwall and click on Smith, Omar, and you'll see, I think he started 20 games, subbed five. Um, yeah, he hasn't He hasn't done a lot. You, you'll click it and bring it on. Yeah, I will do. Um, we've got someone waiting in the green room, Mickey, if you wanted to uh, channel it bring, over. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring him in um, and ask him about Sahor. <laughs> Welcome, Charlie, uh, to that meal podcast, Friday Night Live. How you doing, mate? You right? You right, Charlie? Yeah, not bad, pal. Yourself? Yeah, yeah very Hello, well. mate. How you doing? Thanks for coming on. We appreciate that. I mean, we've just been talking about our team and Mickey's asked me to mention Ken Sahor to you, mate. Apparently, uh, you're a big fan of his. Don't get me wrong, he's all right. It's just he's trying too hard to get that goal. <laughs> if he just relaxed and just he could hold it up, get the assists, and then he's got players running off him, but he's just trying too hard to get that goal. And it's worrying him. He's not doing us any favours up front. Would you think we should maybe give him a spliff or something before the game, chill him out a little bit? <laughs> Probably. Probably, mate. <laughs> I just think, you know, he, he, he needs to... He, he just needs to relax. Once he's relaxed, he'll be absolutely fine. But it's just the can, pressure. I think can... the wage bill, I think he feels like he's got a bit of pressure on his shoulders. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, I don't know. How old is the whore? He's not... Like 28, 29? Oh, I ain't got to be... So I mean, you know, he's coming in for a for a purpose. Um, so yeah, I think uh, you know, I think he's coming in for a purpose. I think possibly right. Yeah, he could he could relax and 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 maybe score. He can hold the ball up and flick it onto someone else and let them score the goal. Maybe someone else scoring a goal with him being an assist could possibly just um, calm him down. But I think that's what all the players need just calm down. So uh, so yeah, um, right. The reason Charlie is... Um, yeah, if he, he, the... he sat back and Jed sat in front of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Charlie, we've got you on the show today because um, you seem to be doing some mad things for um, for a, a charity called Click Sergeant. Um, those of you who are listening in, uh, obviously listening live tonight, if you click on our website, which is thatmillpodcast.co.uk, there's a couple of boxes right at the top uh, of the page um, with a couple of um, little picture boxes, one with a boot and shirts on, which is a, a raffle, um, what Charlie's doing, where £5 a ticket and you can win, I think it's Hutchinson's boots and someone's shirt and whatnot for Click Sergeant. Or you can even sponsor him because uh, he's going to be doing the Three Peaks Challenge. So then, Charlie, tell us, why are you doing all this? Um, well, basically, on the 7th of March 2020, my godson was diagnosed with leukemia and was only six months old. And then two weeks later, the whole country went into lockdown and it split the family apart. Dad had to snip switch, mum had to go to Cambridge, swapping, and it hurt me that they was doing that. And there's nothing we could do because of lockdown. So it yeah. just comes to my head that. I want to do this three-peak challenge, and there's been other ones. I uh, I attempted to walk to Cambridge at Christmas, but I got stopped, and that's rearranged for Easter. 
and my son has actually bet me to walk for Wales and I'm going to do that next season. Hopefully so you, when we stay up and Cardiff are in the same league. Yeah, so you've just got mad challenges. What well, you're, 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 you're sitting there putting yourself out with mad challenges to raise as much money as you can for a charity. It's probably been um, really supportive of your family at this time. Yeah, it's uh, it's been hard. Click Sergeant are an amazing charity and just the work they do on and off the hospital grounds is unreal. And with lockdown and COVID, they're not getting the support they need. And it's just trying to give them that little bit more of a push forward. And whatever I can do to make money for them, I'll do it. Okay, so you watch someone will come up with a mad challenge for you, no doubt. But look, so you've got the three peak challenge on the twenty. Is it the twenty first of March? You're doing that. I'm leaving. I'm starting it on the sixth, and the whole plan was on the seventh. My godson was going to be at the top of Snowdonia, and he was going to meet us at the finish line. But with COVID, and he's still in hospital at the moment, that's not possible. Listen, I've, I've... yeah. I've gone up Snowden, mate. I've gone up Snowden. Um, I've not walked it. I've walked some of it, and then I caught the train up to the top, mate. And um, it's a fucking walk. Um, it's a challenge enough, especially when you're not yeah, doing mate. it as a single. You're doing it after two others. Um, that's going to be a proper killer, mate. And, and yeah, that's that's yeah, definitely. I'm, a challenge. I'm expecting it. So the raffle you yeah, got? I'm going expecting on. to see the whole region. Oh, sorry, mate. That's right. Your Wi-Fi keeps dropping out, I think. Oh, yeah. It sends me the internet, mate. <laughs> um, so the raffle you're doing, we might as well give that a plug because there might be some people who want to get a raffle ticket. You've got a raffle going on in a minute, which is obviously on our website where you can click on. Um, what's that about and, and how do people get involved in it? Yeah, I've uh, I've got a raffle on my Facebook page. Um, free, but if you Google free, it will come up. And uh, it's a signed shirt from this season for Frank Field installed out for me, top bloke. And there's some watches and boots that he wore. And it's all in one fiver and for fiver to help towards great charity. It's worth it. And might have had a great season, but if we stay up, it could be shocking. You, you're, you're going in and out. What we'll have to do, Charlie, is what we'll have to do is, is probably we'll we push your website um, and push all your your Facebook and everything else. We'll give you some we we'll give you some pushes over the week on our social media accounts and and that. and then what we do is we we'll get you on in a couple of weeks' time when it's closer to the three peaks challenge and um, and see if we can get you on a better internet because at the moment you're cutting in and out and, and it's really hard. I want to give. Yeah. I want to give you the airtime, what you deserve, fella. And right now, it's hard to to be able to hear you. So what I'm going to say is, look, I think um, yeah. check out what Charlie's doing. Check on our website. It's got links to both his Facebook um, pages, the three peaks. You can make a donation there. Order raffle, which is £5 a ticket, um, and you pick a number. And I think once he's filled that out, then he's going to do the draw. Uh, all the money is going to Click Sergeant. Um and yeah, let, let's get um, let's get a better internet um, connection sorted out. 
and and maybe we'll yeah, get no worries, mate. I'll, I'll have we'll to. get you back in a couple of weeks or next week, um, and then we we'll give you your time to be able to talk because at the moment it's a it's a bit bitty, and I and I don't feel as if we're giving you um, the available airtime to really get your point across. Sorry about that, mate. No, no, it's all right. It's no drama. It's no drama. We we'll get you back. No definitely worries, get you back. Mate. All right. So click on our website. You'll see everything to Charlie. Definitely. Thanks for letting me uh, give it a go. No, no, not a problem. We'll get you back on again. We'll sort it out next time. We'll do something to make sure that you've got um, proper connection um, and we'll do it from there. We'll figure it out. Leave it with us. We'll figure it out and we will get you back on and give you your, um, your, your, your 15 minutes, really, of being able to talk about it without being a bitty. So I can only apologise that due to crappy internet, we can't give you your time, what you deserve. But we will get you back on, Charlie, yeah? No worries. I'll, I'll sort it out and then nice one. Yeah, nice one. We we'll speak to you soon, yeah. No we. worries. That was that was a bit of a, a nightmare, but not a problem. We're getting back on definitely. I mean, he's got a you know, it's a heart wrenching story. I mean, you heard bits of when he was saying about Cambridge or, or um Cambridge. Basically his um his nephew went or his godson was in hospital Cambridge. So coming up towards Christmas He's collected loads of gifts and everything else, and he's going to walk. He was walking to Cambridge um, from from Thamesmead as such from London to Cambridge to walk. With obviously taking all these gifts and all that, and unfortunately, thirty miles into the walk, the police um, refused letting him out of a tier three into another tier zone. So he basically got refused entry, and then he got a phone call from the hospital saying, unfortunately, they wouldn't be able to give him access there, so he's had to cancel it. But what he's going to do is go towards. Uh, Easter, when he's going to try and get a load of Easter eggs and then take a load of Easter eggs up to the, the kids' hospital there, which, again, I think maybe we get back involved near Easter and see if we can get him a shitload of Easter eggs from from fans. So I do apologise that we couldn't give him his, um, his, his right, uh, what he wanted there, but we will get him back on 100%. Yeah, a lot of nice comments for him as well. And I think a lot of people will agree. I think, obviously, as Mickey said, it's on our website and we'll do a few tweets about it and put it on Facebook as well. Uh, but it's on our website if you want to check anything out. And obviously, you know, we'll um, hopefully get him back on soon. Maybe just get him on the phone or something, mate. We'll do a little audio show or something. Probably the easiest thing to do. But it's the challenges yeah. of doing a live show. So, you know, we've got 15 minutes left in our show today. So, obviously, in the comments below, be sure to interact with us. Just, you know, give us your thoughts for tomorrow's game. And obviously, give us some thoughts for the week after and the run of form we hopefully could go on. Fingers crossed that we can, you know, make something out of it. You know, I think personally, I do think it's a turning point for us. And fingers crossed we can kick on a bit more. And I think, yeah, obviously a lot of people say not much respect to him. And I think I agree with him. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him back on soon. And like I said, it's all on our website. So, yeah, I mean, Neil, are we going to do a charity bet? What do you reckon, mate? Are we going to do one this, this week? Yeah, I quite fancy doing another one this week. But I... I think it's 1-0 to yeah. us. And I quite fancy Jake Cooper to score the goal. Tell you what, anyone that's got access to comments, um, leave your predictions below and we'll go with the most common out of all the options. So leave your comments below and we'll go with the most common. Obviously, me will win, I think, is expected. But if you've got a draw, then put a draw. We're not going to back a loss, personally. But I think, you know, hopefully all of us should be a bit more confident. So leave your comments below. And I think you've put something in there with regards I've to the... A, I've dropped a link in there for, um, obviously, we're going to look at getting a show together to do it properly but um click on the google form and just put who you think is our worst ever signing 
um, throughout Millwall. So uh, click on the link, uh, share it wide and far across your social media accounts and with your pals and everything else. Get me a click on there and we're going to collate a list and, uh, and go through that and see where we go. Christ, here we go. Some comments coming in now, so I'll flash them up on the screen. We've got 1-1, one, one, Jetta score from Zampa. 2-1, Cooper, anytime from Adam. We've got 1-0 to Wall from Dave. Uh, we'll have to try and keep a hold of these ones. 2-0 um, to Hall. So I think, you know, there's quite various scores here. I think we've got 2-0 twice now. So that's probably winning at the moment. We've got another 1-0, so it's quite close at the moment. Go on, Mickey, what's your prediction for tomorrow? So we can add it into that. I quite like nil because I like, I like Jake. Uh, and then Jake's due a goal. Um, well, don't go agreeing with me, please. You're going to take a goal, but I think I think that Jake might get a goal, but I don't know if he'll be first. But I'm, do you know what? I'm tempted to. I'm tempted to like what Josh is saying there. It's what, two nil any time. I don't know. There's a feeling about yeah. There's a. I think, I think one nil's winning. The last couple. Of I'll tell you what. I've got more chance of scoring on Tinder than the Matt Smith has a score in the first goal tomorrow because I don't think he's going to be on the pitch. I the think we should get goal. a little profile going for you on Tinder now off the sound of that. So, Do you know what? I, I'm going to go 2-0. There we go. I'm going to go, yeah, James, yeah, 2-1. Um, I don't know about Leonard being a first goal scorer. I could see Jed doing it all as a whore. I but, think 1-0 is winning, by the way. There's about five predictions for 1-0 at the moment, and I'm probably going to say 1-0 as well, to be honest with you. I can't see us scoring more than one goal. So I, can, I, think, I, I, think, we're due, I think we're due a run. I think we're gonna we're, we're due to spank someone, and I could just see it being them. Yeah, well, it ain't going to come tomorrow. It's not going to come tomorrow. They are too good for us to spank. The team that will spank is quite likely to be Birmingham the following week. When we've, we've got Reading, I think, haven't we? We've got um, we've got obviously these tomorrow. We've got Reading next Saturday, oh, then it's Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. But we have got a week off, like you said, mate. So hopefully we can try and you know get going. Keith's going to be four nil. So I mean, Keith, if you bat four nil, uh, let us know if he comes in tomorrow, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he said it earlier, four nil. Send us a picture of your betting slip, Keith, to our Facebook account, and uh, and we'll see. But I, I think we're going to spank someone, and I think I, I think we could do it. We we and love going in. We're really underdogs. So Adam set it up. <laughs> Screenshot him now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have mill theme pickup lines on there. You have to quote Katie Price on his profile about four times as well because he loves the Katie <laughs> Price reference as well when he's doing these shows. So, <laughs> although Alan's already offered you someone, mate. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Welcome yeah, to the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can have a picture of her. Can you put a picture in the chat and I'll decide, mate? No, no, no. Right? If you're going on Tinder, you surely ain't that picky, are you? No, not really. There you go. It's that job done. <laughs> yeah, well, I just want to make sure. Come on. I just want to make sure. Come on. I think common denominator here is one nil. See, people are agreeing. I think Neil, you said one nil as well, don't you, mate? I think that's our. I think yeah. that's our prediction for tomorrow, isn't it? I think. Do you want to go goal scorer one as well? Nil. Well, if you want a bigger bet, <laughs> I quite fancy Jake Cooper. But Jet, Jet to score from a couple of people. Sahor to get off the mark from Mick. Smith to score <laughs> What's your email account? Nearly sorted. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a question where, you know, we seem to get a few in. I hope, hope everyone who's watching is enjoying um, the show we're doing. We started it as a bit of, you know, a bit of fun and whatnot and, and it's nice to see we're getting more and more people each week. So um, I hope that everyone's enjoying 
Um, we do this for the interactions, yeah, if anything, really. really. We do this a lot. Uh, it's not necessarily the numbers necessarily for the Friday night because obviously, you know, our podcast is our main bread and butter, but this is more just to interact with you guys, really, and obviously have some sort of, you know, a show to do and just have a chit-chat. It's, you know, times are tough quite now. We can't all be in the pub on a Friday night, which is probably where I'd rather be, to be honest. But, you know, like, to, to chat with you guys here and obviously have everyone in the chat, you know, it's obviously what we really want to do, I think. I mean, just quickly before we run over too much from charlie here obviously thank you again so we will obviously like you said mickey get charlie on won't we and do another show 100 yeah definitely we'll either do it by a podcast or we're we're pre-recording him or, or we're getting him on another way but yeah and to plug again everything will be on our website and obviously we'll do a few tweets and, t- and a, f- a facebook post about that as well so right at the top, i've put it right at the top of our podcast so um of our website we've got a brand new website you can listen to the podcast there you can get the YouTube. You can get um, loads of mill stuff for Amazon and all that's all on there. There's loads of stuff just rather than you searching for individual mill. There's loads of mill books on there. Um, we're just trying to make it as easy as possible for you to have everything in, in one spot. You can leave us voice messages for the show. You can do other, but obviously the podcast is our, our bread and bar. I think um, glass half empty is not going to be an option with me. I think I'm quite positive at the best of times. Joe's asking me to go glass half empty, but I, I'm always confident until Mill demoralised me. And then at about half three, normally I'm missing the feeling of being at a game. When we're talking about how big of a game it'd be tomorrow if fans were there, right? And the amount of times we've gone to a game where we're buzzing for it and we're looking forward to it, right? And then we come to the occasion and then, you know, all you've got is that kind of hope and anticipation. Then after 15 minutes, you're 1-0 down. 20 minutes, you're 2-0 down. 25 minutes you're in the bar having a drink downstairs in the concourse and it goes 3-0 whilst you're down there as well so I don't miss that feeling but at the same time I do I can't lie I do miss it bring Mark's comment up uh, got a new listener for tonight look thank nice. you that, that means a lot Mark for um for coming over and joining us and thanks very much for that um and I'm glad you think we're brave and fresh yeah we just tried to be a couple of gazers down the pub unfortunately you everyone who's sitting in the comments you're in that pub with us. Um, and it's the easiest way that we can do it. Normally we record a podcast, like Omar said, this is an option where we can do a live one, have great interaction. Um, nine times out of 10 every week, I get the piss taken out of me by various um, pals who come on under various different usernames and just rip the piss out of me or these guys ripping the piss out of me. But we just hope that it comes across as pretty laid back, four guys, three guys in a pub. Um, and try and bring people on who are actually doing good things like Charlie. Just unfortunately, we couldn't give him the, the airtime he wanted. So, uh, so yeah, thanks for the good comments. No, I agree. And I think uh, two ones making a sneaky little reappearance, you know. I think um, it's going to be close, but I think 1-0 is just winning. So unless anyone else wants to do a last-minute vote... I think 1-0 tomorrow is our prediction if we were to do a little bet. So, David Tyler's turning back to the the football a little bit here. What we think about Bradshaw and Smith not giving a chance? I mean, I I do like Bradshaw, you know. I do think he tries, but it's just, again, it's the whole... He can't can't score goals. He scores in patches, and that's the problem. I think, you know, I I saw, obviously, I wanted to mention in today's show, just obviously before we go, um, it looks like Mitchell's close to a return, which could be an interesting one for the midfield and obviously what we put in there. Um, and obviously the same goes for Murray Wallace. I think he's still in the protective boot at the moment. I read on news at then the other day. So obviously he's in a scenario where he's out for a little bit longer, but that sounds a bit. So that's obviously right. was referencing why we also brought in George Evans. So yeah, I mean, Josh Baines comment there. I'll put Mill, a five on Mill to win three one. I'll delete the wins to the charity of your choice if it comes in. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, give it to Charlie's charity. If it comes yeah. in. Um, yeah, well, we'll do one as well and we'll give the money to either. Split it between Charlie's Charity and the Lions Food Hub. 
Four nil. I tell you what, Keith. <laughs> Put a tenner on four nil for us, and, and, and we'll give it the charity. Come. Yeah, I'm going to have a look to see how much four nil is. Yeah. Just bear, bear with me, Omar. Before we go, we um mm-hmm. we obviously done that poster for um for the food hub. Nice and, food hub. And I'm just going to check and see who the winner is and be able to sort that. But I think it was someone who'd done it for uh, 50 quid. Uh, it's a guy called Andy Millwall Trigas, Trigas, Trigus, um, on Twitter. He donated um, 50 quid. So he's won that 50 quid um, for a Terry Herlock poster. Um, watch out for these because um, I've got quite a few of these sort of poster stuff. Um, what we'll be doing across social media for um, some of the smaller charities, what what really do need a, a, a bit of support and a bit of a hand, and it's just an easy way. That fifty quid will go a long way. So uh, we'll be chasing that up in a little while, but yeah, all good. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously, anything we, you know, obviously, Lions Hub is obviously. I think a lot of people are jumping on to help. Obviously, one of our own, as always, we tend to do so. I'm not surprised in the slightest, to be honest. I think a lot more comments are coming through, obviously, about predictions. Josh has said 4-0 is, uh, 40, uh, is 40 to 1 on 3 6 5 nil. So um, it's a little tasty one there. Yeah, but if you're whacking any time goal scorer on that, you're going to be looking at that 90-odd to 1 that I got last week. Well, you never know. Um, nice comment here from Aaron. Started listening to you was a few weeks ago. Uh, enjoy listening. Also, listen back to the interviews, which are a good listen. Keep up the good work. I reckon it'll be a hard earned 1 0 to the Lions. I think 1 0 is the favourite prediction if we're going to go with a common denominator. And I agree. I think 1 0. But appreciate the comment, Aaron. And obviously, if anyone hasn't and you are new to our shows, be sure to just go back to the Inter Lions then. There's loads of different uh, interviews. And it'll go back all the way back to last June, July, when me and Mickey sat down with uh, Mike Calvin, Adam Dunn, Paul Robinson. Gary Alexander for the uh, family books. Obviously, some great interviews in there. And just obviously, you know, stuff that we can just listen to, easy going, and stuff to kind of take you away a little bit and just kind of listen and reminisce of old mill stories, really. I think, you know, we all agree. I think, you know, it's always nice to talk about old mill stories. And we've got a lot more planned for the summer, what we're going to talk about, you know, and obviously, Mickey saying, what's your worst mill type player, a worst mill player in recent times? Alan's already commented saying Ben Marshall. I mean, cool. His second spell in particular, he was dog. I think Jerry Scalap comes into that, doesn't he, a little bit now? Absolutely. I think we've got the goods. I mean, it, it, I think there's room now. I mean, you know, we get it all on the Google. It's easier to manage once it goes onto the, onto the Google form. We can collate it a lot better. And then, um, yeah, in in what, a couple of weeks when maybe international or, or a break, we'll, uh, we'll end up doing a, a show or two and maybe form the, the top 10 or the top 20 or something and... Uh, and get people to vote on it. But look, if you are liking this, please remember to, if you're watching it on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're doing it on Facebook, give us a heart. Um, and this will go out as a podcast later. So again, share it with all your pals and all that lot. Um, we are relatively new. We are still trying to grow our audience. So uh, you are the people who can tell people how good it is and, and send people the links. So uh, we'd appreciate it. Go look at that. Cooper, anytime, Millwall 4 nil 75 to 1. Not bad, that, is it? Not bad, that's at all, not bad at all. That's not that's not a bad bet if you want to raise. I just want to plug our next into the Lions Den, mm-hmm. which I did this morning, and I did with Mark Phillips, central defender from obviously uh, Millwall, the early yeah, the early two thousands, wasn't he? 
Yeah, that's what I was on about, Mickey. Not on the <laughs> bloody Millwall, mate. He's a yeah, bit of a blue boy, Millwall. Mark Phillips. I remember when we was like, especially when times were going hard, 2005, 2006, him and Ben May used to get terrible amounts of abuse from home fans. It always used to be for fuck's sake, Phillips, or for fuck's sake, Braniff as well. That always used to be it. That used to be it. Yeah, little... well, we covered all of this. And, uh, because Mark Phillips is actually a Millwall fan. Mm. And we discussed today what it was like when he heard some of them comments and it was coming out of his uncle's mouth and things like <laughs> that. Yeah. And this guy, he was a brilliant guy. I know that Mickey was listening in. It was it's a good it's in the background. If you... And uh, the stories are absolutely amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And the stories that he told us off camera were even better. <laughs> but unfortunately, we can't. Uh, well, we can't plug any of them. Maybe if uh, maybe if people can get sort your Tinder profile and get you a few matches, maybe you might be able to <laughs> deviate and let them know some of the stories. So. <laughs> and yeah, we've I think... also got an into the Lions Den plan for Monday morning, but we obviously, well, we don't want to jinx it, so we won't say who that is just yet. We'll well, we'll reveal that next week. But it, but but this was a popular player. Mm-hmm. Played for us for a season just over, so gonna yeah. be good. Well, yeah, we won't, we won't reveal too much. I mean, Mickey, got anything else you want to add before I wrap up? And um, no, I'll just say, look forward to look forward to Wednesday's show. Mark Phillips is um, is is full of stories. I mean, we've had, we've had a good run, you know. Um, Marvin Williams, very emotional. Cherno, very emotional. Uh, Darren Ward, a lot of stories. Um, same as Robbie Ryan, some stories about what was Paul going Shaw. on behind the scenes, Paul Shaw. But um, Mark Phillips, a lot of the stuff, what was going on, what we were seeing, wasn't necessarily what was going on within the camp. How we possibly thought it was going on um, wasn't the way it was. And it's and it's and it was really insightful to actually understand certain key points of where things were going wrong and why they were going wrong. Um is a great insight. And that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to, you know, it's a team we all follow. It's a team we all love. Um, and it's nice just getting those little tiny bits of insight. So the podcast will go out on Wednesday. We'll be doing little clips, putting them up on YouTube. So if you're not following us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, uh, tick the bell so you'll get notification of these because um, we will be putting these up random. We put two uh, Darren Ward one day about him and Paul Eiffel in the ring knocking seven bowels of shit out of him, and he decided to leave one on Paul Eiffel. And also, um, we've put a story up about uh, Darren Ward and um, Kevin, Kevin Muscat. Um, Can I just actually say that if anybody has got any requests for players that they'd like to see, can they just hit us up on the socials? Ideally, <laughs> people that haven't been done by other fan channels yeah we want to make these different even though i back mine to be better than these other interviews every day of the week being a journalist it's what i do for a living but if there's anybody you really want to see and that hasn't been featured anywhere else could you please let us know and we'll and we'll do what we can to actually get those people on our show we have got a list some some good shouts to be fair if you want to be Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, if you want to be filled value, by the way, and you're on Twitter, you can always follow Neil because Neil has a blue tick, and he could follow you back and be, you know, make you feel special for the day. Bomb is a good shout. Um, Michael Marks is a good shout. 
we've got we've got a connection to him. But yeah, it's um there's some good shouts coming in there. Yeah, I mean, well, we've, we've stroked we've stroked oh, our egos here. Anyway, it's only so. an hour. Look, Mark, shame it's only an hour. Well, I mean, oh, we could go on forever, people, but get more people listening, and we'll um we'll possibly go on longer. But you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, we'll leave it here anyway. I think Yuri Scout has been shouted a couple of times. I think at that point it's a good time to go oh, because oh, oh. Um, I don't think Yuri Scout will make any good interview content for us because. Cool. I, I imagine the stories he'd have of just sitting on the bench and getting paid, really. This would be a good Rob, one to be fair, Neil. Here you go, Neil. Ben Main and the toilet he kicked. That's one that's the next show for you. <laughs> Being yeah, Q, weren't it, with Glenn Johnson, supposedly. So, um, yeah, no, yeah. it was. Yeah, but it definitely is true that um, <laughs> in a toilet seat from Q, wasn't it? Yeah, supposedly. But I'm going to wrap it up here anyway, guys. I, we always appreciate you guys coming along. We recognise all the names and the faces, so we do appreciate it. And obviously, check us out on Twitter if you haven't already at That Mill Pod. Check out our Facebook, That Mill Podcast. Obviously, drop us an email if you want to, thatmillpodcast at gmail.com. We also do have our website up and running and a few different extra bits to come with that, which is thatmillpodcast.co.uk. But yeah, we'll be back next week. We're back on Sunday, obviously, with a post-match of tomorrow's game hopefully instead of being three quarters full it'll be a glass completely full and we'll get the three points tomorrow and hopefully we get a one nil win and we can try and win some money for charity as well so we do appreciate your views and obviously all your comments and experience so yeah thanks for coming in guys and see you guys soon thank you very much Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, no, no, Jerry. It's over. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.